Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Box Set Pod. Uh, my name is Howell. This is Jamie. Yes. And this is Matthew Wandless. Oh, well then. <laughs> um, uh, welcome to it. So, um, a warning for you if you've never watched Game of Thrones, and if you think that at any point in your life you might finally get around to committing to that Leviathan, then uh, don't listen, because it's lots of spoilers as we talk through the latest episode of that, which is called The Battle of Winterfell. Is that correct? No, no, The Long cool. Night. Yeah, the Long, long night. night. There you go. Uh, which really is about the Battle of Winterfell, which I've renamed there. So um, we're going to get to that, and we're going to get to our scores and our predictions and our predictions for next week and all of that. Uh, but first, let's have a, a little general uh, pass through the parcel on what we've been watching this week. Jamie, have you uh, been watching anything fun this week? Um, well, I wouldn't say it was fun, but I watched uh, the recommendation of Matthew, The Victim, which was on BBC a couple of weeks ago. Mm, it's still yes. on the iPlayer. This is a four-part uh, drama, and it's got Kelly MacDonald in it and John Hanna, and uh, set in Scotland. It's um, We've the done the business. About... Come on, what did you We've done yeah. the business. Okay. We've done the business. You go it back. is, I mean, I came out of it, the whole thing after watching episode four and episode four is the real killer. I was so, uh, it, it, it slaughtered me. It's brilliant, <laughs> but it's absolutely devastating. It's just, it's totally devastating. Like, honestly, I mean, I didn't expect it to be that like powerfully. <laughs> it really uh, does. Doesn't you? It, it, oh. it just, it, it blows you to pieces. Like, you start it and you kind of a lot of it is like is he or is he not this guy and, and a lot of it's kind of that guessing game do you think it's him or not and then the final episode and it's kind of is there's very cleverly plotted out it's very cleverly like worked into the final and the final episode there are a couple of huge scenes between uh kelly mcdonald and, and uh the other guy who's brilliant he's he's brilliant in it uh his name's um john yeah i don't think you can tell who it is because uh yeah i'm just saying the cat i'm just saying the actor's name yeah i know but i don't think you want to know which character it is they'll they'll know okay all right yeah yeah okay um it's worth watching how it definitely but the last episode oh my god i've i've not been like it was so hard to watch, but it was so amazing. Like I think the writing is incredible on it. Isn't Kelly it? McDonald is brilliant, uh, but it's so like especially if you've got a child, it's incredibly mm. hard to not just cry your eyes out at that last last episode. It's just oh, it's 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 just didn't devastating. You think, didn't you think though? And I, I'm going to say this without giving anything away, hopefully. But didn't you think that like the way they balanced it in the last episode? Yeah. You, it, it was like it was heartbreaking, not just it, for, for so many reasons. It was, it is just it's a show about damaged people and the damage we can do to each other, and it's uh, it, it 
it, it's so much better than what it looks like it's going to be at the start when it does have yes. that kind of whodunit aspect to it. Absolutely, yeah. And it's like it doesn't ever play for sensationalism or try and sort of create a melodrama out of it. It always stays very like honest to yeah. like the emotional reality of this situation. And in doing that, it actually finds it's more gripping. Like it's more gripping and more dramatic for doing something that's actually truthful and like sticks to the a really like honest portrayal of what what it would be like to go through and it, it it's very 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 powerful sounds really like written a hoot to me can't wait <laughs> I mean, that's the thing like i didn't i knew that after your review man it was going to be a bit tough i didn't expect it to be that I'm so emotional roller coaster. because I, I opened it it was a night when both sarah and i were really tired and it was like oh, oh god it was like go to bed or watch something else it was a bit early to go to bed and i got the victim up and i was about to press play on it and she kind of went uh, it might be a bit heavy there should we save it <laughs> i'm so glad we did <laughs> yeah, oh, i think you god. probably did the right thing there yeah it but sounds it, great it, though it sounds it's... pretty 100 percent unanimous there so far well, yeah, I mean, this and Fleabag are two of the best things I've seen from the BBC in years. Right. Mm. Well, they're sorting the stuff out then. Great. Good. Um, let's move on to me, which is, I've been watching, there's a new zombie thing that's like Netflix's Walking Dead. I'm sure it's been called in a million articles on uh, the internet, I imagine. Um, and it's called Black Summer. And it's, uh, it's a zombie apocalypse. Uh, it's pretty much The Walking Dead and uh, in terms of setup and stuff. And it's very interesting. I would very much like to know what you two think of this because it must be so hard to go about <laughs> writing and making something like that, knowing that The Walking Dead exists. So, they, mm. And the, the, one of the most obvious differences is that it's not slow-moving zombies, it's very fast-moving zombies. Coming towards you, legging it and banging up against your window. And it does kind of leave The Walking Dead for dead in that sense. It's quite impressive, that stuff. And it kind of begins a little bit more where Fear The Walking Dead begins, which is kind of people in... Uh, Los Angeles or in a city trying to make it to the military or trying to get through whatever is happening as the world um, falls apart and uh, the, you know the military are bombing their own people and that kind of thing um, so it's right at the beginning of the outbreak that you get to and the main difference there is that this is when The Walking Dead has felt harsh and less kind of uh, less soulful less about the characters love for each other they can't even come close to how cold and brutal this feels it's um i'm a quite a few episodes in now and sometimes whole episodes go by and it's just a pure unadulterated kind of uh coldness and brutalness you know this the kind of savior's world in the walking dead it's more mm. sort of that. It's sort of like people at their absolute worst and we're following some characters trying to get through it. One of the main issues with that is that you don't have the thing that you have with The Walking Dead set up where you've got this pause and a guy wakes up in a bed and it's a very slow thing that becomes about love and about finding his family. In this case, you can't really do that. You can just have a moment where somebody loses somebody else and then it's all action. So... Uh, and then you straight into people's sort of personal politics of are they going to make the right decision, are they going to make a selfish decision, a brutal decision, whatever. So it's quite harsh. It feels like the harsh, cold, clinical end of the knife almost. Um, but 
for all of those reasons that it's that it's kind of lacking the uh, the love of Walking Dead. It's also really refreshing in that sense as well. It feels like you can sort of route through it and go, well, this is, you know, I'm not just waiting for it to follow the same beats as the other one. I recommend having a look, and I will very much wonder whether it leaves you cold or whether you uh, find that, that kind of um, metallic feel quite exciting. Mm, okay. That is that. I mean, I, I do feel... With zombies, I'm kind of at a point where I don't know if I want to go into another zombie. Like when I saw the trailer for it on Netflix, I did go, oh, zombies. Well, you know? yeah, and so did I, but then we're putting it on, you know. This is our kind of, what should we watch? Oh, let's carry on watching that thing. And uh, okay. it, it doesn't have any of that stuff that The Walking Dead has where it's got to the, the it's got so far into itself that you can find yourself suspending your disbelief for 10 minutes while we learn a backstory about the king that's in a happy market that's going down. The, it's all like, you know, things are falling apart. Now, go, go. So it's quite good for the attention span in that sense, I think. See, that, uh, that doesn't sell it to me. Yeah, it might not. It might not be... Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what you think. I, I, my problem with it is I don't care enough about the people yet because we've not had the time to invest in them. But that doesn't mean that it's not keeping me, because it is. You know, so I, and it's well made. Mm, it's very well made. I mean, I, I kind of feel the same as Jamie in that I don't really feel like I have room for another zombie drama in my life. Mm. But... Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, I might check it out. Check know. it out because that's what I'm wondering in myself. Is I'm, I'm sort of going, why am I still watch? Well, like, why do I like it? Because the, there's no cognitive reason why I'm being kept by this thing, but I am being kept by it. So whoever made it has obviously purposely gone. How do we do something different from The Walking Dead that means you're not going to be completely fatigued by it? You know, it's uh, yeah, it's interesting. Interesting. Check it mm, out. Okay. See what you think. I've just read as well, like I looked it up, and um, it's taking place in an existing universe from a show called Zed Nation, apparently. Oh, right. Is that a film, Zed Nation, I think? No, it's another Netflix series, or at least it's available on Netflix. Um, Or it was a sci-fi channel show, which was cancelled after five seasons, which was... Ah. I might be looking at the basics on Google, but it was apparently a comedy. Well, what we could be looking at there is... If there's similar, if if some of the characters are crossovers, that would explain why I have not had their backstory thrust down my neck. Why I care about them yet, I suppose. Um, yeah, maybe. Interesting. Have a look. What about you, Matthew? What have you been doing? Well, I mean, it's hard not to um, come across as you know a little bit pervy with this, but um, <laughs> uh, there's a show <laughs> called Bonding on. Um, oh yeah, on Netflix. Netflix. Mm. Um, which I, it just came up on the recommendations, and you I mean know, the, the trailer pops was... up and she was wearing latex and with holding a whip and telling you to watch her show. I will not deny that this <laughs> was some of my baser instincts. Um, yeah, this is a. It, it, I mean, I'll recommend it purely because it's eight episodes and they're all about fifteen minutes long. So, you know, there's no real excuse for not diving in and trying a couple because mm. it's, it's just so little of your time. Um, the, the, the premise of this is, is that um, uh, Tiff uh, is a psychology student. Um, uh, I think it's in New York. Um, it looks like New York. Um, 
and she is paying her way through college by having also a job as a professional dominatrix. Okay. Um, she's not a... That's what Jamie sex- did at uni, actually. That's how he did it. Mm, good days. Mm. You know, hey, if you got it, flaunt it. Um, she, she's not a sex worker per se. She, she doesn't have sex with her clients, but um, uh, she, she does uh, provide a fantasy service. And her friend whose name I can't remember, um, is a sort of struggling stand-up comic and a waiter. Um, and she enlists him as a assistant. Uh, and he takes on the name Carter. And she's, what's her name? Miss, Miss Whiplash? I can't remember, something like that. And um, they get into capers. And it's, um, it's, 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 it, it's just an interesting little setup, and it's uh, it's quite a kind of quirky, well written little sort of snippets of ideas. Really, it's it, it's not a big um, sweeping narrative or anything like that. It's just about two people in weird situations trying to sort of get through uh, their existence and. Okay. They, yeah, they, they they meet various different clients and uh, overcome various different things. Like he's very kind of hung up about his sexuality. He's, he's gay, and um, uh, is kind of quite introverted about the whole thing. And then he, through doing this, he sort of uh, manages to open up and gets himself a boyfriend and uh, and has a pretty good time. But then there's sort of the inevitable pitfalls that they hit because of their relationship, and uh, yeah, it's you, you know it's it's worth watching. It's a okay. it's, it's a good show. Are you lying on your back right now, Matt? Mm, no, <laughs> just sounded like he was lying on his back. Do you know what I mean, Jamie? No, no. Okay. Well, I mean, when you listen back to this so. podcast, just see if you know what I meant. Uh, anyway, good. Um, so you, how many I'm hanging upside down that's it how many um <laughs> or it, it sounds like you're in a booth or something you're in a slightly different room than normal you're in some kind of uh are you miss whiplash loft that, that's it same place um we've always wondered what matt's basement was about now we know how many furry handcuffs out of 10 do you give it matt i'll give it a solid seven okay all right i'll check it out sounds like there's some good reasons to now let's move on Surely you two can't come into this week's episode and criticise the hell out of it. Surely after watching an hour and a half of quality warfare, drama and horror... Uh, scenes, mm-hmm. you must come away saying that's what I wanted. Congratulations, a tip of the cap. Well, I think before we answer that question, we should go to the emails from last week. Uh, as yeah. you know, last week um, I made a lot of effort into something that then got shot down and I then had a tantrum about it. Uh, <laughs> despite that, uh, we got an email from Kyle who said... Um, Totally disagree with everything in that pre-recorded statement. I thought the episode yeah. was great. Doesn't mean he didn't like the pre-recorded statement, just didn't like the opinions in it. I thought Partly. the episode was great once you accepted early on that it was going to be the Calm Before the Storm episode and you weren't expecting the battle to begin. Kyle, I disagree with you. I knew that that's what it was. 
I love those kinds of episodes. That's why I was disappointed because it didn't please me in the way that I wanted. Anyway, yeah, I it thought, sounds like he didn't listen to your pre-recorded statement. <laughs> I thought, says Kyle, the stories were a lot of fun. I laughed out loud several times during Torman's ridiculous tale. His yes, creepy me too, Kyle. People in my office did as well. I watched. I, I, mm. I went back and I watched that little bit just again, just to kind yeah. of see if I thought it was funny, and I did not. Neither me. And he, do you know what my issue with it is? I know that people will find it funny, and actually, I know Matt that really other people are better at suspending their disbelief than us in this situation clearly i like the fact that kyle and jamie have brought a level of enthusiasm to it that means that they really found that foot story funny however i encourage you jamie to take a step back and say is that really the final draft of that joke could they not have done two more drafts of that joke and made it a bit look, funnier? Look, look, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's not, Let's no, not get bogged down in no, that. No, All right, no. but they could have done. Um, who knows? Oh, uh, sorry. His creepy flirting with Brienne is part of the fun. Who knows if yes. she actually likes him or Jamie? It's her reactions of disgust that add a lot of humour. Well, not in the Me Too era, Kyle. If a man's just making perverted jokes at a woman and she clearly hates it, take the message, even if he is Norwegian. As to the comment that none of these main people are going to die, I completely disagree. I expect several of these main characters to die in episode three, and this was a way to give them one last moment of happiness before then. Interesting theory, Kyle. I think you may be right there. Well, I, he's not finished. I mean, I agree with. Oh, okay. I agree with a lot of what Kyle has just said. I think he's a very sensible uh, guy. I really like Kyle. I think. It, I think it's. Thanks e- for your feedback. Yeah, I think it's email that uh, interesting that Ka- Jamie's learnt to create a fake email called Kyle. I thought the yeah. second episode was a great way to bring these many separate characters together after building yes. these up for seven series. Because he doesn't yes. necessarily want the throne, I think that's what makes John the best for the role. I replied to Kyle saying, whilst we disagree on most, I agree entirely on that. That's what's great. Danny is too obsessed with the throne and uh, seems, and it seems like she's starting to follow in her father's footsteps. Her whole reaction to John's. Uh, John's reveal says it all. She was way more concerned with the fact that she had more of a claim to the throne than the fact that she was doing it with her nephew. Banging the nephew! And that's Kyle Nolan, who has emailed us before, regular listener, uh, founder and editor-in-chief of noreruns.net, an expert indeed. Thanks, Kyle. Wow. Um, And one more email. Laura Shreve emailed Laura. What a great name. Uh, Laura Shreve is unfortunate enough to live out in the sticks and she emailed last Thursday saying I really like listening to your podcast to get your opinions on the box sets I like mostly I love The Walking Dead and enjoy your podcast binge as I binge watch the seasons not yet on season 9 I only watch them when I get when I can binge definitely works better as a binge watch I don't think I could wait a week anyways I can't see if you've watched The Leftovers yet. Just finished season two. There's only three seasons, so it's not a major commitment. It's totally excellent, bonkers, lots of underlying stories directed by Lost Director, but way yeah. better than Lost. And I loved, uh, I love Lost, especially the, well, except the ending. Totally worth a watch. I love your opinion, unless you've tried it and I missed it. Keep on binging. Laura in Northumberland. I said, Laura, have you not watched The Walking Dead yet? She said, uh, no, I've not got it on DVD yet. Laura lives in the sticks and therefore still watches watches things on dvd god Old imagine school, that physical media yeah yeah um, she can listen to, to podcasts uh, leftovers though yeah go i on. did actually watch the first series of leftovers and it's quite heavy and it's a bit too it was a bit annoying first series but i have heard that series two and three get brilliant in fact i've heard that like 
it actually becomes a really amazing show as what it goes it? on. I don't, I don't know what this is. Yeah, what's it on? This is this is the show. It's got uh, Justin Theroux in it, um, and it's like a, so, it. a show about like it, the, suddenly like a, a load of people disappear from the planet. Oh yes, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. It, the leftovers refers to the people who were literally just left. Yeah. to sort of piece their lives back together mm. uh, with the missing the partners and whoever who else from the lives. And it, it's it's got a great cast. It's got Krista Reckleson in it as well. And it, 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 it has some good moments, but the first series doesn't quite click. And I think they must have nailed it by season two and three because it, it apparently gets brilliant. Oh, oh, I like Justin Theroux as well. I'm just looking this up. Sorry, excuse the clickety yeah, clack great in the background. In, uh, it's got just... Liv Tyler in it. That explains what yeah. she's been doing for the last however many years. It's got Janelle Maloney from the West Wing. Ooh. Have yeah, you been? Uh, did you continue with Maniac, Matt? After our podcast about it. No, I tell you what. Oh, oh you know shame, what? Cause... I tell you what. I did watch though. Was um, I watched the first two episodes of Mindhunter. Oh, what do you think? I enjoyed that. Mm, I enjoyed that. Brilliant. I'm going to see if I can convince Hannah to watch it. Yeah. If she doesn't take. I'm going to give her a time limit, and yeah. if she doesn't get involved, then I'm going to binge it. That's right. That's right. And the second series will be out soon, so you might do that brilliant time thing where you just finish the first one and then the second one lands. That'd be good. Bam. Um, and uh, Justin Threw is in Maniac, and he's absolutely brilliant in it, Matt. That's why you should carry on with Maniac. He's hilarious and brilliant. Uh, so what have I seen Justin through in recently? Oh, he was in the spy who dumped me, which is dreadful. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. All right. So let's get back to this episode. So Jamie's hoping yes. that we won't criticize it. Maybe I'll just start with my one criticism of this episode, which is like I said last week, they said so many times we're all going to die that I predicted that pretty much no one will die and none of our key characters really died no one we really care about died like Kyle said he thinks he's saved giving them one last hurrah but I, I did, mean I, I think Theon's death was emotional yeah but compared to what they built up last week and and when you see the battlefield at the end you literally go around these shots of who's left everybody's dead apart from our 12 people apart from the point I made our aristocracy have survived Everybody yeah. else is flattened and gone. Um, it, it made me think of how um, uh, Terry Pratchett used to talk about people who get good at surviving. They get good at not dying. Right. And uh, Yeah, our, our, our main characters have all got that skill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. even. Like, right. There were some questionables in there, weren't there? It was like some people you really thought their back was against the wall, but... Um, but that, yeah, that, I don't know how Sam survived that. There was there was a no. man that he was basically in an orgy with a bunch of white walkers. <laughs> what is going I, on there? I know, like what what was he even doing in the battle? Like, I thought he'd agreed to go and sit in the crypt with the rest of them, and yet sit in the on crypt the... and stay the fuck out of the way. You've already no. killed Ed basically by <laughs> being on the ground, so he got stabbed in the back. Yeah, yeah. I've also got one other criticism that, oh, that really really annoys me right actually two one from my wife that she asked me to pass on and that is this oh. the night king you didn't even you didn't learn anything about him i always thought she always thought as well that you'd learn a bit more about the night king and where he came from and who he was and everything nothing yeah. nothing and i'll tell you what i think oh, go on sorry go on. Oh, sorry and my criticism of him is all of the dead that we see in this thing were really really convincing like um all skeletons flesh falling off the bones really convincing the night king looks like a guy in a costume he looks very well fed 
He walks like a normal human being. Everyone else who's dead, all like computer-generated skeletons. Um, that did annoy me. I thought that's a guy walking across a field in. A well, well, I mean, you see, I mean, the Night King is essentially a necromancer. He's not. He's not living dead. I don't think. Excuse me. Yeah, he's 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 what's a necromancer? Different to the dead. He isn't actually in the same sense. I don't know what a necromancer is, but I. Uh, what is it? What is it? Matt? Yeah, what a is necromancer it, is the is <laughs> before the, is Jamie comes onto the back of it. Go on. He, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what a necromancer is, but I know he's not one of those. Um, uh, no, he the necromancer is like a wizard who can conjure the dead. Um, right. Right. Yeah. Okay. But, fine. Well, that makes sense. All right. Yeah. I'll give you that. Then, fair enough. That's that's that answered. The ne- he's a necromancer. Th- there has been a lot of criticism about um, the people going. Oh, is that it? Is that you know? Because a lot of people were feeling the build up of the the White Walkers and and all the symbolism of the you know the imagery that they use with the bodies in this certain shape. And people have been wondering if there was a, a bigger story out, coming out of the whole situation, but. I, it doesn't bother me at all because it's never been like the whole issue, the whole thing around the walkers. It's never really, really bothered me that they they're not the main thing anyway. No, so I it's agree. It's called with you. the Game of Thrones, and it's always been really about that. And they're a, they're a nice subplot that's had a dramatic and brilliant ending, and I'm fine with that now. I don't need any more out of them. I'm quite what? happy to move on to the other power struggle. Mm. I agree but disagree in the sense that I think they're actually quite an irritating subplot. And right. really, if it, I, I think what what you can see from this, it's episode three in the final series, the TV guys who took it over are just like, right, new series starts, let's get the fuck rid of the dead so mm. we can actually carry on with the stuff we <laughs> really care about. Let's just yeah. fucking get rid of this bullshit now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They didn't really want to do it in the first place, mm-hmm. and they've been stuck with it by the books, and now it's done. That was my point, uh, wasn't it, a couple of weeks ago? You've just taken my... That's exactly what I said. I probably wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's exactly what I said. But, but despite that, I thought that, that it was brilliant, and they handled it really well, and they nailed it. Well, it yeah, it's a it, right. it was a good episode. I, I, I'll, I'll give you that. But it did highlight for me um, the difference between this and shows that I take really seriously, which is that I talked all the way through this episode, and I frequently do with Game of Thrones. It's like normally when my wife and I watch TV, she gets annoyed with me because I'm always telling her to shush. And yeah. uh, well, no, no, that's that's not true. I'm painting her in a bad light there. That's not true. But I, I demand stony silence when I'm watching something that I really care about. Whereas this, I'm just like, oh, look, a fancy dragon and all the, you know, like, oh, what's happening with the, with the Dothraki? Oh, my gosh, they're all dead. You know, it's, it, it, it's, it's a silly show. Um, <laughs> but, it, it, but this was, uh, Matt, this was good. Um, it could, was it be, could it be that you talked through it because there was a lot of periods without any speech as well? You fill in the gaps. There was a lot of, I, I enjoyed a lot of um, Yeah, music. this felt like a, an, e- an easy to sort of, a, a talky one where you, you know, it's one where there's not a lot of dialogue from the characters themselves. Do you, do you mean just for this episode or do yeah, you mean in no, general? Game, uh, Game of Thrones in general. I don't, I don't mind if people talk through it because it's, <laughs> you know, it's popcorn. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, I, I don't wow. know about that, Matthew. You wow. know how I feel about the show. It's not high drama. <laughs> 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 I care a lot about some of these characters and I'm going to be devastated when slash if they die. Well, and, they are. Uh, a lot of hurt them. me. Yeah. deeply um all right well look i mean first i want to say this about Arya being the 
Yes. Uh, I loved the I loved that it was Arya. Yeah. I loved the whole Arya plot in this episode. It was so brilliantly done and the way it plays back to uh, to past episode to past scenes such as uh, the, her, her receiving the knife that she kills the the, the Night King with from uh, Bran uh, in, a, in an earlier series. While no, she was no, in that's that not film. from Bran. That's from Tyrion. No, no, she that no that knife that she has oh, no, is the I knife have... that Bran gave her. Is it? Yeah, it's the same knife that was used to almost assassinate Bran in uh, the first series. It's a Valyrian steel dagger, and. Uh, and that's the, I love that history that you could, you could thread this all through the series and you get that climax of that knife being handed to her by Bran and her using that knife to protect Bran and kill the Night King. That's great. I love that. Well, that's pretty good. That's pretty And you know I'm confusing it with the knife that um, Sansa has. Oh, right. Which, did- which Tyrion did give her, which is yeah. another Valyrian steel dagger. There's loads of bloody Valyrian steel daggers around. Yeah, they're all over the place. They're all, all yeah. over eBay. Editor yeah. at large of Empire Magazine, H- Helen O'Hara is an old friend of ours, and Helen O'Hara wrote a uh, another Who excellent. Is Helen O'Hara, sorry, the editor in at large of uh, Empire Magazine, and Ooh. she wrote a an article this week about. I've just texted her asking if she fancies joining us on the podcast right now because, of course, she won't be doing anything. Um, yeah, she's probably not busy. Yeah, she she regularly calls out sexism on the internet, and I often wonder whether Helen really wants to bother doing that. But <laughs> she's just making a stress for herself. But she uh, said she's written this article about how there's a load of haters immediately online about Aya being the one to do the deed. Yeah. Did you know this, Jamie? Well, I've heard, a, I, I did follow a few, sort of, there was a lot of criticism, but I, I thought a lot of the criticism was that the people wanted it to be Jon Snow, or they predicted that it was Jon Snow. That well, was this I wanted it chosen to be one. But I don't care. Yeah, oh, I, was... I, I, don't, I didn't know it was related to any kind of, I mean, it, it might, I'm sure there is someone you can find, if you if you go on social media, you can find anything. I didn't know how strong it was, this kind of level of abuse towards Arya being the character that, that killed him. Um, what, you, I mean, what's the I, argument there? It's like, but uh, you know, this is phenomenal that she could do it. What's what's the point? But yeah. um, um, the only reason I say that I did want it to be Jon Snow is because it felt like that was his fight. Um, well, maybe, but I I am so glad <clears throat> that it wasn't like that. I, I would say that there has not been a, a plot that has been more entrenched than Aya's arc. When you then look at it, like you just described about the knife, and you look at the full journey that she's been on. Um, I mean, it's incredible. She's she had the training. She's the only person who could possibly do something as whiz bang fantastic as that. Yeah. Jon Snow and couldn't love, have done the backflip she did to pull that off. Yeah, you know she and needed love, to be her. I, lo- I love the fact that the Night King is so freaking smug through this entire episode. Like when he gets blasted with the dragon fire. And he's just stood there smirking away. And then Jon Snow tries to go after him and he rises up the dead again. Mm. And at that point you're thinking, this shit, this is over. There's no way they're going to get, they're going to kill him. And I love the fact that the one thing he didn't prepare for was a ninja girl who's been learning the skills of the the faceless people. And (laughs) she arrives out of nowhere 
and stabs him with this brilliant move, moving the knife from one hand to the other, right in the place where he was initially stabbed to become the Night King in the first place. It's brilliantly done. I loved also Melisandre's role coming back into the show. I did wonder how the Red Witch would return, and her conversation with Arya when she says, green eyes, blue eyes, uh, brown eyes, and how that twigged something within our year and, and and that whole speech. I thought that was really well done. Yeah. And does that mean, prediction-wise again, the suggestion is, as online I've read a lot about this as well, how the green eyes comment could relate to Cersei. Is that going to be, be the Cersei. They're going to be Cersei Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Which you'll gonna... find that I've predicted uh, in the... In the you did, didn't you? I yeah. Did. But that felt that felt more right to me. That feels like Arya's fight, and I, I understand what you're saying about her arc. But she's never had anything to do with the North, or at least with Beyond the Wall. Yeah. Whereas Jon Snow was captain of the Night's Watch, went out there with the Wildlings, made friends with Mance Raider, uh, was there at Hard Home, um, was resurrected from the from the dead, and uh, was ultimately the one who gathered the armies to come and fight the White Walkers. That's why I wanted it to be him. It felt like yeah. this would be the the end of his war guys i have to say i haven't listened to much of what you've just been saying because i've got great news helen o'hara is able to join us just for a couple of minutes on the skype it involves ringing her actual phone she's in pizza express waiting for a pizza let's see what happens now are you sure you'd like to call yeah i've got to put you two on hold i don't care about that here we go let's try her here she comes can i possibly link her up Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm all right. How are you? Yes, good lord. I'm just trying to get to the edge of the I'm just trying to get the edge of the O2 so I'm slightly further away from like okay. music and incredibly loud escalators. Ah, uh, London. And everything else. London, London. Um, yeah. now I've got London, ja- isn't it? Oh, yeah. I've got Jamie on hold and uh, I'm going to try and I'll just see if I can add Jamie and Matt. Okay. Yeah, I'll just see if I can do the do the old switcheroo. Um All right. So good to speak to you. This is yay! I can't believe it's happening. Right, Wandless Matthew Wandless is also from London. He's like a North London snob type that joins us, and he found himself in the in the gang. Here we go. Uh, let's see what happens. And oh, Jamie, Helen, hello. You're still there. Oh, hang on. Matt. I couldn't hear Jamie. Oh, we got Matt. Uh-huh. Uh, Matt, this is Helen. Helen, this is Matt. Nice to meet Hi. you, Helen. And Jamie, are you there? Oh, come on. It would be. Oh, come on, hey, Jamie. There he is. Jamie. Hi. Yay. Jamie, look, it's <laughs> Helen O'Hara. Helen! Hello! Hi, good to hear you! Right, before we, before we say anything more, yeah. Helen, yeah. what kind of pizza are you ordering? <laughs> I, I've got a Fiorentina, no olives. Oh, lovely. Boom. Lovely. Look at that. Nice. Love a Fiorentina. It's basic, but it works. Yeah, big yeah. time. So, Helen O'Hara, are you still editor at large, or large editor of I am, yes. uh, Empire yeah. Magazine? Wow. Yeah, so, both, obviously, but, you know, the reason I... St- hey, well, one big question here is, how long will my Skype credit last for? We'll find out. Um, <laughs> Helen O'Hara tweet regularly and, in my opinion, foolishly takes on sexists on social media. 
I wouldn't have the energy, but she does. And she made an excellent point the other day, which I didn't know, and I couldn't believe that people were objecting to Aya doing the final deed on the Night King. Helen, what on earth? Where, where do you find these people? <laughs> In that case, it was Reddit, but a few of my friends who also write about pop culture online had had it in their comments directly on Twitter, and I'd sort of seen them there as well. Oh, my God. Um, I think the specific quote I had had came from Reddit, of course. But, I mean, just the fact that these people are out there, I feel like, I know it's a hassle to argue with them, but I feel like it's worthwhile. I feel like uh. they, they think if people go quiet, that they have, you know, wowed you with the power of their art. I just have no time for that. Do you not no, think- definitely. You've got to fight the good fight. Helen, can I ask... Um, what is their argument? What is? Do they have a yeah? Give us a, an example, Helen. Coming from more. Essentially, their argument boils down to this is the big bad of the entire world of Westeros, and how can a small teenage girl possibly be the one who killed him? <laughs> they think it should have been Jon Snow. They sometimes refer to various prophecies that are more in the books than the TV show. Um, I mean, I'll be honest. You know, even if they were right, the, the you could just point out the fact that Game of Thrones lives to subvert your expectations and particularly your expectations of what a hero is. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and what, what's the story if it's not like what David and Goliath? You go, there's no chance David could take yeah. on Goliath. Jesus, this is shit. What do you want? <laughs> what, I mean, what, what do you want exactly. from a story? Something uh, interesting. But, but I think the fascinating thing yeah. about that one for me was completely different from any questions about... Uh, and I love Brie Larson and everything that she's done. Um, so I, I'm 100% on the side of Captain Marvel. But um, you can, with a big studio, I suppose you can ask questions about uh, was this uh, tokenism or was it blah, 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 blah. I don't think it is, but you could ask that How question. are you about to yeah. spoil Endgame? Just be no, no, no. I'm just saying in this... No, no, no. No, I'm just Captain saying Marvel. generally when people go, Ghostbusters, they're being bellends, but they're talking about big studios. This, of course, is a big studio, but this plot line has been embedded for years. Like, we've seen yeah. her turn yeah. into the only person who could possibly do a backflip and stab the Night King in the neck. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? Who else yeah, could I mean, have done it? Yeah, training as an assassin. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I think the larger question is, how come Bran just gets to sit with a blanket on his lap for the entire time? Oh, oh you know. man. <laughs> what was he even doing just nobbing around <laughs> yeah. with the ravens? It was an absolute joke. I mean, joke. Hopefully, he's going to be, hopefully he's going to be more useful in the next couple of episodes. But, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> fingers yeah. crossed. He's like, why are we keeping you alive again? Oh, all of time and memory. Right, <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, I really thought he was going to wag something and actually contribute yeah, in some way, yeah. but it didn't happen, did it? But he didn't. He went, Theon, mm. thanks for doing that. Can I, can I ask you, Helen, <laughs> how are you enjoying... Did you, do you enjoy episode two? Were you a fan of episode two? Uh, episode two of Game of Thrones. We're not talking yeah. Star Wars, are we? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, episode, no, I liked episode two a lot, not least because it had lots of Tormund in it, who is my favourite. And yes. if they kill him, or when they kill him, I will riot. Um, <laughs> and uh, and I, I like those camps for the storm moments. I think with a lot of these characters, like like the Avengers, honestly, I feel the same way. I am quite happy to watch them sit around and chat. Oh, like I don't more. actually need the action scenes; those are just a bonus. Well, I would yeah, be happy yeah. with that, Helen, um, but I just felt like it didn't do 
The jo- I really wanted that episode Howell to be hated amazing. It, Helen. No, I didn't. Howell hated it. I didn't. Oh. Matt did too. I didn't hate it. What? I do apologise, Helen. You've walked into the middle of a massive uh, domestic. I, I didn't hate it, <laughs> Helen. But did you not feel like we were comparing it to those kind of calm before the storm scenes, like in Jaws when they're on the boat comparing war wounds and all yeah. that? Yeah. Um, that it just didn't give you the same tingle. And I would have thought, thought with the length of time they've had to write it, that it just could have it could have done that job better. Yeah, well, that, I mean, I think there's been a lot of criticism of this series kind of moving, you know, it moves further and further away from the books and the, the expectations are so insanely yes. high. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anything would make everybody happy, I'll be honest, but I mean, yeah, I thought it was good, to be honest, so I don't know. I, don't know I, I, thought, it was, I thought it was I good. Agree. I thought it was good. I, what I wanted it to oh, be was excellent. I'm not. <laughs> I said last week, I was trying to get my head around why I didn't love it. I didn't, I wasn't in love with it. I thought it was good. Powell, this is shameless. You know, at least you're going to have opinions. Stand up. (laughs) Come on. on. If you'd have listened to my opinion last week, you'd understand that's how I feel. It just didn't float my boat as much as I think it was hoping it would. And and I do kind of agree with the whole telly writers thing. That's what I felt about it. That if J.I.R.R. Tolkien Martin had... Um, actually written it it would have been slightly less obvious even your favourite Tormund that story yeah, that he but told but we'd still be waiting yeah well probably that's I mean, true. Maybe, that's Williams, true. Maybe, maybe Williams would be in her 50s by the time he's finished the series so, <laughs> you know, have, Helen have you um, have you had the pleasure of interviewing that lot um, way back on like season one or two ah. yeah I talked to a few of them then it's my, been a long my, time. I mean, they just, you know, they don't really have to do interviews anymore. No, in they don't. Way, so, yeah. My wife interviewed um, uh, Maisie Williams a couple of, a few weeks ago when she was in Manchester, because my wife's uh-huh. a uh, telly journalist. And, um, yeah, she tried to ask her about Game of Thrones. No, no, no. <laughs> the big shutdown on that one. Listen, I think my pizza is there. Okay. And I have to eat quickly because we're going. I'm going to see Avengers for a sixth time. Whoa, oh, six. Oh. Uh, I went the second time last night. I enjoyed it a lot more second time, actually. Helen, I've got to ask you one more question. Yeah. I have just been to watch okay. Shazam and I flipping adored it. Did you? Yeah, it's, it's really fun. I oh. really like it. It's really good fun. So good. Better um, than the I'm Avengers, yeah? It, it, feels like a, a, it feels like a throwback to those kind of 80s Hamlin yes. movies, but yes. with a modern superhero in it. Which 100%. Really so many references. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry to keep you, Helen. Last question. Who's on the Iron Throne okay. at the end of this series? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I honestly don't know anymore. Who do you want? I'm going to say Tyrion. What the hell? Tyrion! Tyrion! Okay, Ellen, we'll let you know how many points you <laughs> score at the end. Thank you very much. All right. Take care. <laughs> Thank you. Lovely Bye-bye. Bye, Bye-bye. You too. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. So, how many oh. years has it been since we... Oh, I think, we've, I think Helen might be stuck on the phone with us now. You still there, Helen? No, she's gone. No. We'll see what happens it's when she so picks up the phone. It's so wonderful to mm. have somebody on like Helen mm. who, just like me, <laughs> has, go. just brings a standard and a quality and just that's been missing and also just an opinion that is right and justified. And, so, and you know, having someone like her who's mm. you know a, a professional at this, yeah. agreeing with me, it feels <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> no, she no, said it was um, good. It's a very publicist publication, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. 
appeals to the masses. Matt Wandler's uh, is yeah. even slagging off Empire Magazine after the editor was on. <laughs> um, no, she she said it was good. James she said I thought it was good. She she can't. Helen can't publicly slag off Game of Thrones. That would be dreadful. She can do what she wants. Um, Listen, Helen's wonderful, it's nice to have her back, but let, let me just take one moment to say, if you haven't been to watch Shazam, it is my favourite, not just because Zachary Levi of Chuck is the main star, it is my favourite... Oh, there we go, I couldn't place him at all. Yeah. trailers and I was going, why do I know that face? Why am I slightly irritated by that face? There are millions that will disagree with me, but it is my favourite superhero movie, and it's one of my favourite movies. It, like Helen just said, it references. It, it basically it's big Tom Hanks. It's it's that, but it's not heavily referencing and stuff. But it does reference that with a couple of nods. It's very much like um, the old guys. We need to move on. 80. Yeah. Can we can we get to the point? Because we've got four minutes of Jack, and then yeah, we need yeah. to actually wrap this up. Well, that's true. Yeah, but come on, watch Shazam. Let's get to the points. It's amazing. Right here we go. Okay. So points, point system. So yeah, we all enjoyed the episode. It was very incredible, and we made predictions last week. We've made predictions for the whole series, and last week our predictions were: uh, Matt said, "Bran, Jamie, Sam, the Flaming Sword, and Torment Giant will die." I said, "Sam, during a moment, everyone in the crypt except Tyrion, Geordie, <laughs> Hound, That's, uh, Davos, Davos, the right? Knight, uh, the one that I well, basically, what I'm telling you is that oh, oh I've written Howl twice here. No, sorry, right? Uh, the order that uh, Jack, our judge, will read them out is Matt, Jamie, Matt, Howell, Jamie. Okay, Matt, Howell, Jamie. He did not know the order, as he Jack. will confirm now. Uh, thank you, Jack. Your independent adjudicator. Think of me as like the Carol Vorderman to your Game of Thrones countdown game. Um, that is the only reference that I can think of that you will all understand because it's from the 80s. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure that Carol Vorderman is from the 80s. Um, anyway, I just have to stress that I do not know who has said what in this game. I'm doing this completely in the dark. Um, I can imagine that a few of my scoring methods may piss off a few people in the camp. Um, I'm already waiting for that imminent message off one of you saying, what the F are you thinking? Um, I have to say, it is slightly unfair. Somebody's put down six guesses, somebody's put down five, and somebody's put down three. So the person who's put down six, um, probably going to get marked down. Anyway, straight on to it. First person, uh, they guessed Bran. Now, I have a bit of an issue with Bran because technically... He is a three-eyed raven and has been for at least two series now. Um, so for that, Andy survived, he didn't die. I am going to deduct a point for that. Matt, you've just lost a point for using the word Bran because he doesn't technically exist and cannot die. So you've now got... Uh, I mean, uh, th this is already shaping up to be a bit of a... <laughs> <laughs> this is going to get controversial so you've real fast. <laughs> Your overall point score at the moment is minus five. Let's continue. Sorry, I do feel a little bit bad about this, but yeah, the point needs to go um, deducted. Moving on to Jamie. Now, I actually thought that Jamie was... He was in for it this episode, but somehow the one-handed man... Has survived. He means Jamie um, Lannister, not Jamie. So, yeah. yeah. 
I'm not going to give a point, and I'm also not going to deduct one for that because I think it was quite a fair guess. Moving on to Sam. <laughs> so you've not uh, scored anything. He's got ideas more. above his station, this guy. <laughs> <He just laughs> this guy. I, I mean, most of the episode. how can hey, we not deduct a point for that? He's making. A, he's, he's agreeing with uh, Matt's point from earlier here that how did Sam not die, which I think is a good point. But no, he's saying you don't deserve a point for that because it was such a uh, nonsensical suggestion that he would die. I think is what he said. I mean, I think he should have really no. just been more of an actuarial standpoint. Really. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't, was, I don't no, care was, for his opinions, saying, to be honest. No, no. Look, he was saying he wasn't deducting in a point <laughs> simply because he agreed that he thought Jamie was going to die as well. Yeah. Right. He's, 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 he's like a very good adjudicator. Well, no. I'm afraid you get the jury you're given, and uh, this is who we've been given, so let's continue. Um, All right. Sam. Again, I, I feel like he should have died, even though he didn't. Um, so I'm not going to award a oh, deducted point for that. Are you not going to lose a Flaming point? Swordman, Birik. What? His name begins with a B. Um, he died, so that's a that's a clear point there. Well done. Um, Surely and that's eight Tom points. And the giant. Hey, why would it be eight points? Because you know, I got it bang on. Um, what? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to give myself more points. I see. Uh, yeah, I, I like his logic here, though. Jack is that he's. It, he's taken into account the fact that technically one of us could have written down every character name in Game of Thrones and thereby got more points. So he's also adding a system whereby he can remove or not award points, if you get what I mean, for hedging bets. Yes. Uh, that's Carry why on. he didn't get one for Jamie. He survived. Um, yeah, it, he was a funny one. I thought he was quite an expendable character. Um, but they did seem to spend quite a bit of time on him in the previous episode. So, I don't know. Maybe in the next episode, it might be his time. But Can again, I ask you a question, Hal, before yeah, we carry on? Yeah, how long's left? No, is he only addressing the people who we thought would die in this episode? Yes, this? yes, yes, yes. But this is why, your why do we need an independent adjudicator for that? To award the points for this reason. Because cause it's not a simple matter of yes, yes, no, no. It's, um, as he's saying, it's who deserves points based on quality of guess, who has put, you know... Well, we'll see, just see what happens. So he hasn't looked at any of the more controversial stuff that's up, up the list? Well, no, because we're not at the end of the series yet, are we? This is for this episode. Who is producing this podcast? Let's continue. <laughs> Relatively fair guess. Um, so, again, I'm not going to award or deduct a point for that. <laughs> I'm not actually keeping tabs on what I've just said. So I'm pretty sure I awarded a point and deducted a point. So for that, that's just zero points, that person. Actually, it's not. It's one point for Matt. Moving on to the second person. That's me. Uh, they, no, I lost one for yeah, Bran. You lost one. Indeed, you did. And what, you gained one as well? I gained one for the oh, okay. Beric Dondarrion. At least keep up. All right, no, so come on, Al. You've already listened to this. I'm trying to keep up. Here we go. Six guesses. So, Sam, again, can't award nor deduct, so zero. Jorah Mormont, after being stabbed several times by different White Walkers, he is obviously a superhuman man. Can I deduct a point from Jack because he called them White Walkers when they're not? <laughs> dying after being used as a human body shield by Daenerys. So that's one point for that person. One point for me. Then, on the list of names I was given, it came up with Geordie. And I've just written a little question mark next to that. I'm going to let you decide amongst yourselves because I have no idea 
who the Geordie is in Game of Thrones. I might just be being stupid. It is probably that, I'll admit. Um, but I can't award nor deduct or comment on that. Um, next person being... So, Geordie, who did I mean by Geordie? What's his name? Davos Seaworthy. He did, didn't die. He didn't on. die. So do I do I gain or lose any points there? I should probably lose I think a you point. You lose points for every second that this goes on. Three. It's not my fault. It's Jack. Right here we go. Um, we're more than halfway through this now, everyone. So if you need to pause and maybe have a snooze or take a glass of water, that's fine. Or stab yourself in the leg There's with that. a pencil. Yeah, you thought my audio was shit last week. Here we go. In the hound. The hound. Uh, obviously survived. <sighs> But I feel like he was bound to survive. I, the, he's quite a main character, and I think coming up to the the end of the season, his time will come. But again, this person's guessed six times, so for that, I'm going to deduct a point because silly guess. The person that I Stark slept with, um, yeah, he. I think that was quite a fair guess. He, he seems like quite an expendable character, right? Um, but obviously didn't die, so zero for that. No point awarded nor deducted. Okay. And then this is a bit of a, a <sighs> shitty guess, to what? be honest. This is sort of... A brilliant uh, guess. Placing your bets on everything and just trying to... It, it's just... It's a cheap tactic here. What? They put down everyone in the crypt. Now, obviously, not everybody in the crypt died, but the majority did. Now, I don't even, even know if that's true. Right. I no. wrote down every. Where's he getting his evidence from? My actual thing is everyone in the crypt except Tyrion. Now, so I. You my, were very wrong. Well, my view is that in terms of predicting a twist, i.e., the crypt, because everyone thinks that's the safe place, I think that was a pretty good guess. And I would. I thought you two were going to yeah, be well, going. Well, I, Howl, let me shower you yeah, with at all, least 50 points. Crypt. What? Well, someone must we have said, said it first. It must have been happen. me, because I wrote it next to my name. Oh, my no, God. but we, we all talked about how there would be Starks in the crypt that might rise up from the grave. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Sean Bean coming back, and then we decided that his body was actually in um, King's Landing. Well, I'd have to go back and listen, but it, if are we saying that whoever mentioned you that first... You don't have first, to go back. I've just told you what happened. <laughs> someone must have said it first, Matthew. Somebody must know, have you, said no it. No one put it as their prediction, except you, that everyone in the crypt would die except yeah. Tyrion. Uh, you so, said everyone in the crypt was going to die, and we had to point out to you that Tyrion was in there. No, you didn't. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> oh, so yeah, you did. That's right, that's right. Anyway. And the, that's when you put except Tyrion, so you would have had a dreadful one if we hadn't even mentioned that. All I'm saying is this. If this was a game of Cluedo, and I was to be the one who had first brought up, hey, no one's mentioned the library, and then something significant happened in the library... If that was the other way around, I'd be showering you with 15 bonus points just for predicting a great twist. Mm? That's if I was I the one who brought it up first. That, so, you well, know, this isn't, this isn't what we're talking about. This is a, this is a very uh, well, someone clear must have done. guidelines. It's either everyone dies or no one dies, and then you've lost. So Unbelievable. So the mention of the crisp. If I mentioned also, the crisp. Of all the main characters who were down there, the named characters, none of them died. No, but loads of people did. The ones who were hiding were our main characters. Everyone else in the background was going. Now uh, there were about twenty people standing with Varys when he got when he got through yeah. there. I must say, I don't know. We it, we could find out next week that Gilly is dead or Little Sam. Yeah. 
Well, look, I'm just asking you this. If it turns out that one of you brought up the crypt, because I remember a moment when we all went, oh, yes, right? Whoever said it, it first, do they deserve points for choosing right, I, the library? I know it was, it was me who said it first, because I was talking about it as in it's been talked about online that this could be the fact that the crypts, the just, bodies come up. So I don't deserve points for so it. So let's Nobody award 50,000 points to the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie deserves 15 points for that, but he doesn't want them. Let's continue. We're nearly at the end. Oh. <laughs> um, because, obviously, I could award points because most of them died, but... It's a bit of a shitty guess, so I'm going to deduct. I mean, I have looked at the amount of points that you've got, and it's, it's not like there's a clear winner. Um, so I'm I'm going to deduct uh, two and a half points right. for so that. Five points. That's a bit of a. Okay. That's a. You Thanks, know, Jack. A shit guess. It's a brilliant like, guess. I think anybody could have guessed that that was going to kick off. Um, so, so bearing in mind what Jamie's so, just said, who am I taking the two and a half off? You. <laughs> okay. All right. Moving on to the final person. <clears throat> They've gone with Bram again. Man, he's the three-eyed raven. He's not like, Bram. Sort your shit out, guys. Um, so I think did I deduct a point for that? Yeah, I yeah, think I you think, did. So that's a, a deduction of Jamie a point down there. to four. Then again on the list, I had to really use my Sherlock Holmes deductive skills here. Um, Brian, deducted, that's what's word, written on the deducive, <laughs> yeah. deducing, Brian. something like that. Oh, uh, God. The name said Brian. You, what the hell? <laughs> I thought, Brian of Tar. The daubings <laughs> of a madman. It was the Knight of the Realm, Brian of Tar, <laughs> the absolute legend. Um, again, I thought she was going to die. I did not think that she'd be making it through this episode, especially when she's back to the wall, her and Jamie, the golden hand man trying to fight off 70 white walkers um <laughs> so I, they're very good fighters and this person has only put three guesses in oh I mean, loser come on come on jamie is he about I'm to give jamie a point, for, a point guessing for that and then finally close to what they he thought was going and obviously like i said before yes. human body shield didn't stand a chance dead um all right so that person has scored uh zero um, so I think overall it was zero for the first person. Uh, Hold on a minute! Did he not give me any points for Jura Mormon? Yeah, you, you, lost you gained one, one and lost one. Mm. Oh, I think yeah. not including the Geordie, you'll have to work that out amongst yourselves. And then the last person, uh, they have come in with a solid, strong zero. Thanks very much, guys. Um, I'll speak to you soon. I look forward to hearing your reactions. Um, I'm sure. I have probably stepped on a few toes here. Um, yeah, take it easy, and I'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. Thanks, Jack. Thanks for doing that. We really appreciate you taking the time to make some audio for us. That was very long. Um, so the final, the points now stand. Any message for Jack, by the way, you two? I'm sure he's listening. Brevity is the soul of wit. Yeah, you know, just break it down. Just come back with us with the points and the scores, and then you know, amazing, exit Jack. the vehicle. That's right? that's me and that's me and you, Jack. We've both made some effort Sorry. for this podcast. No, it's nice to hear from Jack, and, and we're yet to ones. see any homework by either Matt or Jamie. So we'll wait for that next week. Jamie has got five points so far. Matthew has got minus four points so far, and I 
I'm currently storming away behind with minus 5.5. We're still hoping that we will come back to my uh, main uh, hopeful lottery ticket of... um, it's going to cause a big division between John and Daenerys. But actually watching this episode, I kind of feel like Daenerys was watching everybody doing their stuff and watching Jura Mormont sacrifice himself. Uh, I feel like she might have turned the corner of compassion. I feel like she might not be heading down the cruel route now. What do you think? Did you get the feeling she was turning a bit more fluffy? Well, I, I think last week I didn't grant your premise anyway because I think she's done one or two things which might lead you to believe that but i don't understand why uh there's this whole sudden shift in how you feel about daenerys i think she's still yeah. a very just and capable ruler unbelievable yeah, that, completely um, missed the point of game of thrones there of that character completely missed the point let's go back to um kyle's email where he says and kyle is an expert let's let's agree uh, Danny is too obsessed with the throne. It seems like she's following in her father's footsteps. Um, she's way more concerned with the fact that she had more of a claim to the phone, the throne, than the fact that she knew she was banging her nephew. Uh, yeah, yeah, not quite. Okay, good, can I point it? out a couple of things from the list? Uh, yeah. Right. So, what do you think will happen with the whole White Walker situation? <laughs> okay. The Night, the Night King will be killed by John or Sam. Fair enough. Got that wrong. Minus one. Then. Then, wait a second, dickbag. Minus one. <laughs> then, he goes on to say, it'll look really bad for a long time, then they'll suddenly get massacred, heavy casualties. <laughs> who? Boom. Who did you mean, though? The the Who who would have the heavy casualties? The, 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 the dead. The good people. The, no, the, good, the people. good people would have heavy casualties. It'll look, I, I said it'll look really bad for a long time for the fight for the side of the righteous. Wow! And then the White Walkers will suddenly get massacred. So, exactly what happened. So you predicted there that in a battle it wouldn't be over in one minute. Wow! Incredible! And the White Walkers wouldn't win. And <laughs> let's just really so let's look at the. Time, as it, I, I said it'll look. Well, like that's just a, that's a description of any battle in any film or TV series ever. But let's have a look at your real Hell, hard prediction, prediction, which is you're going to put it down. You can't then say <laughs> well, this is an invalid prediction. Let's focus on heavy casualties then, because that's the solid part of that sentence. Heavy casualties. Can, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Yeah. Can I just read out your predictions? No. <laughs> heavy casualties. Jamie, Jamie said Daenerys will die while killing yeah. the Night King. Yeah. And Howell said five episodes of build-up, and by episode <laughs> yeah. six, yeah. Drop You know what? I think that deserves points. Wait. Regardless of whether it was a fairly obvious whoa, whoa, prediction, whoa. he did actually whoa. wrote it down, There's... so he deserves points for that. Wait, you, you two have just banged on about my prediction of something happening in the crypt not being exact enough. Now, Matt's got three... That everyone in the crypt would die. Apart from Tyrion, and... Really, a lot happened in the crypt. Let's look at what you predicted. Heavy casualties. We've basically lost one character, maybe, that we cared about, but he was always quite annoying. I'm talking Khaleesi. about the armies. It looks like, you said, as you said, pretty much everyone is dead apart from the 12 people who are main characters. Yeah, but we don't care. They're not really casualties. They're just heads on sticks that we don't really care about. It looked really bad for a long time, then suddenly get massacred. Yeah, I mean, that was obvious. Listen, but listen, the key part I'm, of that I'm, sentence I'm, was, I'm, I'm, I'm Jamie, the Night King will be killed by John or Sam. Surely that is the same as me saying everyone in the crypt. 
The Night King will be killed oh, by John oh, or Sam. No, no. Slightly reasonable. How exact right, is that? On. How exact? Come on, listen, how, right, first of all, yeah. I accept that I should lose a few points because I predicted Daenerys would die killing the Night King. I wrote that. That was one of my predictions. I deserve to lose a few more points. After saying that, I'm also willing to say Matt probably does deserve to have a few points added to his score for a prediction that regardless of it, uh, how easy it might have been to make, none of us made it other than him. All right, well, let's okay. just... Well, do you, you, you do the scoring then. Let's just look at the, the line here. So tell me what your thinking is in terms of points as we read through his prediction, all right? Like a worm on a graph. The Night King will be killed by John or Sam. What so far? Okay, well, he doesn't deserve any points for that now. But minus points, yeah? So okay, minus, minus one. Points. Minus Why one. Is it well, no, minus? No, no. Sh- quite no, pleased, Matt. Let, let Jamie's, me, Jamie's sorry, Matt. rating it. My, minus one. Minus for that. one. It'll look really bad for a long time and then suddenly get massacred. <laughs> I'd say two points for that. <laughs> Plus one. Two to- <laughs> and then heavy casualties. <laughs> I can't be penalised for the way you've written it down. It's exactly what you said. I wrote it down exactly as you said it. I thought it was funny. So come on, what's he get overall for that? For those three sentences, then what's the balance? I think he deserves two points. <laughs> okay, and I will take it. <laughs> so Matt's gone up to minus three. Well done. Look, listen, when all the shit rains down because of the, the revelation about Don, John and Daenerys being uh, blah, 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 I yeah. will take that. I will take that negative because I said it was going to be small potatoes. I already mucked myself. Yeah. But you can't, <laughs> all right, you can't I think it's fair. when someone calls it absolutely on the button and then say, oh, it's too easy prediction. What's on the button? A battle will last a long time and then there'll be a massacre. Wow. It'll look really bad for a long time. <laughs> not, not a massacre. <laughs> At least I mentioned in the library, you've gone with a candlestick that didn't happen and then it'll happen in a house in the Cluedo right, we'll see, analogy. I, I implore people to write in and, uh, and, and make what you will of that. Please can do. I carry on, the can question I carry on? is, well have I been dealt a bad set of cards there by Jack compared to what we've just given Matt? Jamie's oh, predictions. Daenerys I... w- will die when killing the Night King. Matthew. Yeah, I deserve to lose points. For, I should lose probably two points for that. Okay, so same as to three points. Well, well, I mean, it's a pretty solid prediction, I suppose. Yeah, let's take you down to three. I mean, Jamie's just yeah. trying to get his, this podcast over now and <laughs> just wants his tea. I know the sound of this guy. I mean, he's got a point. We're, we're probably approaching 90 minutes. I know, it's ages. I hope I press record. Um, and so five episodes of build-up. <laughs> By episode six, all the zombies are gone. So let's treat this in the same way as we did Matthew's sentence. Five episodes of build-up. Minus so one. So I think you've yeah. got to lose three points there because for, for every episode extra that you've said. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> eight points. Yeah, you did. Right. So yeah. I'm down to 8.5. Now and let's look at the second half. Episode six, all the zombies are gone because that's essentially accurate, but there's well, only eight, six so, episodes in the series. So, so that you kind of is from the start. certainly as correct. Certainly as correct a statement as it'll look really bad for a long time and then they'll get massacred. So I think you should be on minus seven then. You probably get a bump up because you say all the zombies are gone. But I mean, once again, that's a fairly obvious observation, but you've made it, so therefore 
you get some credit okay. for it. But there's only know. six epi- there's only six episodes in the series. I know, I know. In a lot of ways, how I mean, right, that's so, just saying so, the zombies will be defeated. They won't win everything. Yeah. My point today has been that we should be what taking. What did you think was going to happen the... in this show, Howell? Your predictions are so well, weird. Uh, I thought that um, I thought that we would be offering um, kind of willful, kind points to each other like oh well done on predicting that there'll be a twist involved with the crypt howl ha huh, well, well spotted howl, the, the and then you, you see and if we're going to be if we're going to be predicting points like some kind if, of power hungry dictator well, yeah, like when everyone well, else tries to snaffle something from the table you sweep we're it aside all like you set just fire to the, the table. victims aren't like we a demented we're, magpie you're i'm like just saying into a if you're going to be pedantic about my crypt i'm going to be pedantic about you saying Jon Snow will kill the night. The thing is with the crypt howl is it wasn't your idea. It was an internet idea that I mentioned. You just what? Great. And then if you'd like to lay this complaint down when we write it down and review it after the show, if there's anything you disagree with in the written contract, I'll, of course, take that into account. Um, Also, we're actually being pretty civil about this. It's just, you know, we're dedicated. Oh, you'll dedict. That's what you have been doing. <laughs> You've been dedicting. Right, right. Okay, how are you? are minus seven. How about that? Minus so, um, dead or alive. Uh, there is, there's only one more thing to look at, which is the dead or alive overall predictions, which obviously um, don't we don't fully know all of that until the end of the series. But uh, Jorah Mormon, moron, Jorah moron. I oh, predicted I he was going to be alive. That he would be dead. Jamie predicted he would be dead. Matt predicted alive. I think that is a clear plus one for me and Jamie and a minus one for Matthew. So Jamie's now on four. Matthew is on minus four. And I'm screaming in behind with minus six there. Um, but can I point out one more? Theon. Yeah, is there another one? Theon. Theon, Theon. says he's going to live. Oh. Oh. Howell Howell says death. Yes. Matt goes further and says... Hero's death. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You did. Um, yeah, that's okay. a good point. Now, you see, yeah. I'm going to be kind because I like being kind with my points. So Matt is going to score two there, which takes him up to minus two. Jamie is going to lose another, which takes him to minus three. And mm. I am going to score one, which takes me up to minus shitting five. Uh, anyone else dead okay. in that list? Sansa Brandon, Jon Snow. No, everyone's still alive. Mm. Let's okay. get out of here. Although there right. is one, actually. There, Danish. There is one thing, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I said, and so did Jamie, that one dragon will survive. And ah. Howell's written, I don't care. <laughs> oh, Howell, you should lose points for that, Howell, really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we don't know that until the end, though, do we? We don't know that until the end. Um, good. Okay. Well. All right. Uh, next episode predictions, please. Let's just uh, let's go with similar to my crypt statement. Let's just go with one sentence, and we'll award let's send the points for uh, over email because we've got to let people go. What they're loving this shit. They need to hear the. They, we can't. We can't just keep that between ourselves. This if is the tease. Still listening. They deserve an award. They do. Matt, prediction. I, mean, I don't have a lot of. I don't have a lot of predictions for the next episode. I think it's just going to be a take a breather, count your numb. This is your chance for points. Build up for the second one. Okay, Jamie says, take a breather, count your numbers, build up to the second one. I.e., Jamie gets points if this is a wound licker. Okay. 
personally, I think that's going to happen as well. I will go along with that. But I will also say that I think there will be one person who we didn't see die who will die in the next episode. Someone who was hurt in battle and who will uh, not survive their wins. Ah, okay. So, but also believe someone will die from the previous that we haven't yet noticed. And, excuse me, my prediction. Wonderful. Thank Great you. Radio. <laughs> oh, dear me. Uh, my prediction. Oh, God, it's hard not to just agree with that. But um, it's got to be John Snow licking Daenerys' wound. Whoa. Wounds. Uh, in terms of the loss of her dragons. <laughs> Sorry, did, did you literally just say that your prediction uh, is Jon Snow licking Daenerys's wound? Uh, I believe it was uh, plural wounds there. Wounds. Yeah. Okay. Don't know Good. what you mean. And uh, yeah, and and we will check in with Cersei. Right. Very good. So your prediction is Cersei will feature in the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great, uh, great stuff. Uh, right. I well, mean, it, does... Oh, you want to add to yours? Let's, 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 let's get out of here yeah? and leave this uh, raving lunatic to his own device. <laughs> Hell. I mean, yeah, I mean, Matt, you've not realised what you've done here, which is you've doubled down because you've, you've backed Jamie's statement and made your own, which means if Jamie's is a dud, you lose two sets of points. The I know, stakes I'm are high. bold. I'll actually predict things. <laughs> You're uh, saying that one of the major characters will be in the next episode. Right, bye. In fact, <laughs> I'll change it. This will be an entirely Cersei-based episode. Mm. Oh, my God. Have you even seen the teaser trailer? Jeez, oh, right. Uh, I'll change that then. No, it's too late This now. will be it. a 40% Cersei episode, and... I will time it. <laughs> right. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Goodbye. Right, I'm going. Bye. Goodbye. Uh, if you'd like to email the box set pod, uh, the email address is studio at the box set pod.com. That's studio at the box set pod.com. I think probably now me and you should just have a chat alone for half an hour or so. You see, uh, you know, I, it, it's difficult to deal with the personalities that we have on this podcast because they seem so stubborn and, uh, you know, sure that they're right all the time, whereas I'm just a giving, open, generous human being. I just ultimately want everybody to be happy. And uh, it's very difficult when you've got the Statler and Waldorf of podcasts to deal with, you know. Look at what I've made happen. Jack... Did a whole mini featurette last week. Both of them got weed on this week. I've got Helen, the editor-in-chief of uh, at large of Empire Magazine. I mean, these are all excellent contributions to the podcast. And that's aside from my crypt prediction, which Jamie now says the internet takes... Uh... All right, I've got to go aboard myself. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.